1: Wow. Uh, i hate to break the fishing news after M. Check, but i'd like to speak about the ice hockey.
2: congratulations you're one of the 13 listeners of the real life podcast
3: we just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm might want to mark it. that down you're yep. All. yep all of my projects are on schedule until they're not a member of the nation network of podcasts about as funny
1: as we're gonna get
0: today this is episode 200 280 holy shit of the real life podcast. I'm Tyler. Your It's brought to you by Oodle noodle, uh, Oodle noodle, 14 locations in Edmonton. More coming. Make it your playoff tradition. Every Oilers playoff game day. You eat Oodle noodle. That's oh my God. If that had
1: been our motto for the last 14 years, we would have been out of business.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there you go. Whatever. We're getting playoffs now. Um, now we're the in co- the game. Yeah. Yeah. We are in the game. Everyone got their car flags out. Like, are we, are we busting those out now?
3: Oh yeah. It's been car flag time since clinchmas.
4: You know what I like? I like when you're just kind of out and about and you start to see them gradually picking up in terms of volume and more and more and more people start to have them. That's what I like. I'm not, I'm not really looking forward to it. This last week is going to drag.
3: Speaking of car flags, I've got 250 Oilers nation decals sitting on my desk that I want to get onto citizen vehicles.
1: I've seen so many more than I used to back.
3: How should we do that? Noodle noodle. Well, we do that and it's good, um, but I'm wondering if there's like another another layer to it. Little Brick? Because 250, that's, oh, that means we have to put like 15 in each location. That's yeah. So uh, I only have 250. If I had like a 2,000, Oodle Noodle would be perfect.
1: Come to Little Brick. We'd love your business. Get a coffee while you're here to go, while you get a yeah. free sticker.
3: No, okay. okay. I was, okay. was going to say Little Brick or
0: just pick an afternoon and get like Josh Park to sit in the in the box of the nation truck and he can just sit there parked outside the little brick and hand it out to whoever wants to drive by little drive by nation sticker.
4: And that's you cool. get to look at Josh Park. That's a that's Yeah, a, that's, that's a why guy. I
0: picked Josh because, you know, obviously. Handsome boy. That's right,
2: we'll the s- problem with putting that's the problem with putting them with oodle noodle is is like if people are just ordering it for the nudes and aren't really ordering it for the sticker, twenty two hundred and fifty of those could get, you know, a lot of them could yeah. get thrown out.
1: We have to like go, go in and like say to the person at the counter like I'm here for the sticker like you yeah. need to know enough to ask
3: yeah, yeah yeah you have to go ask we don't do it as a promotion yeah we don't just
1: hand them out because they're worth like five bucks or some shit
3: yeah they're 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 not cheap to get made but uh, yeah I want I wanted to for playoffs get like two thousand made and put Sick. into the stores but I just don't know if if it's happening or not so I've got these two fifty and I I think we should get them out there so get
1: them at the little brick come okay. on down
3: well let's do I'll do let's do like. We'll test it out. I'll put 50 at Little Brick right now. Come grab a coffee. We've got takeout. It is beautiful weather all week. Yeah. Priest knows. know. You come in. You ask for a nation decal. First 50 people this week, get one.
2: JR, bring one home with you because I think one could go on my truck. I don't have one. Excellent. Tomers, you know what I would like you to do? Put fucking that you're on
1: this show in your social bio. You... It is. No, it isn't. Sure it is. On Twitter, I'm going
2: on, to, I'm going on to Instagram right now. On Twitter and Instagram, no, oh, that all got erased. Okay, uh, yeah, <laughs> what? I, Did- I swear to God, I had stuff in my. uh yeah, not neither. <laughs> 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 all right,
1: because uh... I was laughing at that oh, the other no, day. You I'm know like,
2: what? Tw- on Twitter. My my background is of the Real Life Podcast, and after my home building company. It says co-host of real life podcast and puts a link to Or nation real life and OilersNation.com.
0: Yeah, that's a good that's point. That's nice.
3: Pretty professional if you ask me.
0: 313 followers. Need. Let's get that up a little bit people. Go Let's follow. Let's get that drivers.
3: up.
1: <laughs> Let's get that up. All
0: right. Oh, uh, to I'll be fair, I haven't one. I haven't so, changed just giving you the- shit. I haven't changed I the real life bio; it still says at Smigorowski. So I should probably go change that as
1: well. Uh, I'm locked out of all my social
0: Chalmers. Who the hell am I to tell you anything? That's not fun. I, you Whatever. can't even get into your Instagram Wanye? Nope, or Twitter. That's a crime. That is a crime. Whatever. Doesn't, doesn't Gregor I like? If pull... that's my
1: last Instagram post, well, I thought I did too. And like, just—it's a different world now, man. There's so much spam and so many security yeah. lockouts and shit and people hacking accounts and stuff like fuck it's knowing like, that guy at Twitter that guy's just like leave me alone it's a pandemic
4: like, okay we have to unlock every team site account at least once a month it's just like a, a verified password kind of thing that you just have to do over and over again it's very yeah. annoying very my annoying.
1: I, my accounts what, my, my Twitter went squirrely after we got deleted right because mm-hmm. I was like the original admin or whatever but whatever <laughs> I'm still publishing on half of Edmonton's corporate accounts. I feel like some days.
4: Fair I feel you. you.
0: All right.
1: Most let's talk of about- social media, just so you know, uh, your is yeah. me and bag belt indirectly. Accounts Most, you wouldn't think yeah. are us. They're us. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're us.
0: I buy that. I buy that 100%. Oh, I know oh yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about the big story from the weekend. The McSentry mark for Connor McDavid. When he scored that goal right off the bat, like 40 seconds in, you could tell he was in one of those zones where, like, he wasn't. Oh, yeah. He wasn't you knew it. He wasn't fucking was around. Happening. He wanted to do it. Um, I tweeted so, it.
4: I was just like, he needs four points tonight, and it does, just seems like there's nothing the Canucks can do about it. They have no, no answer.
0: At four all. It, conclusion. It's it sparked the launch of our McCentury shirt, which is up now nationgear.ca. My dad has requested that I get him one, so I need to get on that right away. Um, Ooh, he does. Excellent. He does love a, a good of piece taste. of nation gear.
3: That, that's how you
0: know we nailed the design. Actually, the conversation was when I went over there to drop off some flowers for my mom on Mother's Day. Great son, oh, big flex. Um, my dad goes, hey, I saw like the McDavid Hunter point shirt. I'm like, yeah, he goes, are you actually selling those? I was like, yes, we didn't just pretend those are out there. He was like, oh, okay, yeah, I would like one. I was like, OK, I'll get wow. on with it Ross. Um, anyways, um, that's beside Hold the on. point. Do you
1: refer to your dad by his first name?
0: Uh, once in a while, you mix it up.
1: Wow,
4: that's cheeky. I do, too. Yeah.
1: Chris Chalmers, if your son referred to you as Chris,
2: how far over your garage would you kick him? I would not be very happy. But over the moon. Yeah. But, if you, but when it's your fun- son is
0: 23 it's- and he calls you Chris,
2: it's funny because it's like my, me and my dad, I don't know if anybody knows this, but worked together for a very long time, basically ever since I was 20 years old. So almost 21 years. And um, even in meetings, I would find myself calling him dad. And uh, so I had to like switch it up, but I didn't want to call him his first name, which is Larry. So I'd always call him LC just because that was kind of like his his nickname. Oh, Like right. how Jay
1: calls himself J.R. in one third of his stories. <laughs> oh, for fuck's
2: sake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if my son called me uh, Chris, I, I'd be pretty pissed off, to be honest. With you. <laughs> that's not. Yeah, fair uh, enough. Anyway, That's so interesting because respect, like. Dear yeah, in, in, damn it.
4: In the bag milk households, that's just it's just a normal thing. We call our parents by call, our first name all the time. They, what? Even call
2: John, they even call John Dutton dad. They don't call him John. And he's the scariest human being ever.
4: Yeah. It's just always Sh- the, same. Hmm, always the that? same for us.
0: That says, it says a lot about this podcast and this one's on me totally that we can't even talk about McDavid getting a hundred points without getting sidetracked
3: like 30
2: <laughs> seconds in. <laughs> uh, but Jay, what, what are your
3: thoughts on Saturday night, Jay?
2: Well,
1: it, 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 it
3: Leading up to that game, you could just feel that it was going to happen. And then within 35 seconds, Connor just affirmed that fact. So, yeah, it, it's such an amazing milestone. You think, the, I just wish he had an 82-game season so he could just hang that huge number over the NHL. Like, that is, that is such a great milestone. And the big thing is, is he wanted it. He wanted it so bad. And they wanted it for him. They want Well, you saw when uh, when Nurse had the puck on the point, Leon was pointing at for him to pass to McDavid. Like yeah. he's like, you give it to him because I know he's going to give it to me, and I know I'm going to bury it. Like it was like I said, like everyone just knew this was going to happen, and everyone wanted it to happen, and then they did. The interesting thing though, and I think we you know we got really blinded by the McDavid run of the last eleven or so games. McDavid, I bet you if you did a percentage. Was probably involved because uh, on the absolute heater he was on. I bet you in ninety to ninety-five percent of our of of <laughs> of available points, yeah. Or on 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 the goals in terms of he he played a, he played a role in it. Now that we're past the century and we're celebrating that, now I'm like looking at the team going to the playoffs, being like, "Whoo! I hope we can get some secondary scoring again because McDavid just no, here, really here, carried us on okay, the so team." So but McDavid is like, like the thirty output. points in eleven games.
1: McDavid's like the output of an
3: NHL team solo right now. Well, it, it, It's a testament to how good he is. Like, he yeah, is yeah, yeah. Good. Like, it's so crazy how many it's points he's got in the last. Like, he scored at over 200-point uh, season pace if he was able to continue that on for 82 games. Like, it's that's so crazy. In this NHL.
4: Yeah. My favorite part was that on that power play where he eventually got the 100th point, they tried the exact same play three, four <laughs> times before it finally worked. And it's just Vancouver. Again, they just couldn't do anything to stop it. It would go to, to Leon and then to Darnell. And then Connor would loop around over to Leon. No, it didn't work. Try it again. And they would just reload. And then eventually it got, it was just so funny. It's just Vancouver's just like, all right, just, yeah, just just come in. Just yeah. get it done with.
3: Yeah. It's going to happen. So that I, was
2: a great I, shot. My, by Leon. My overall view of Saturday night was kind of like uh it was just, they kept referring to it as a magical night, and it really was. It really for was. Three di- for three different reasons. And, you know, I've it's 50, game 53 of the NHL season in and 56, and a team going into the playoffs that has, like, one of these polarizing things <clears throat> that happens to the team to just kind of, like, lift them up. Well, I really wish they could have spread out a couple of them. Now, it was Adam Larson's, what, 600th game?
4: Yeah. Leon's five hundred point
2: leon's 500th point and then mcdavid getting the century mark it was like (laughs) it's really like for a team to get lightning in a bottle right before playoffs one of the three things would have been great to have happen just kind of like you know bring the boys together and lift them up and then all three of them happen and you're just like that's fucking awesome but can we have spread it out a little bit? Like maybe just, there's no reason to
0: watch the games this week. Like I don't, I'm so not excited (laughs) for any of the hockey going on
3: clock game on Wednesday.
2: Well, if we really, if we really, really really want Winnipeg in the first round, um, these next couple games are pretty important. Like we've got to beat Montreal.
3: We've already clinched it though.
2: No, if we want against the jets over Montreal, if we want Winnipeg over Montreal, that if we have to beat Montreal tonight, we then uh, <laughs> technically kind of want to lose to the to the Jets on fucking Wednesday. No, weird. we played the, play the Habs. We played the Habs twice. We the Habs sorry, when, sorry, sorry, yeah. We only play the Habs left this season. That's it. No, two against the Habs, the Habs and one time.
0: against Vancouver.
2: Ah, uh, yes. Okay, sorry. We so Montreal playing, we
4: has played Montreal's played fifty-four games so far. They have fifty-seven points. So tonight is game fifty-five for them. Winnipeg is at fifty-three games so far and they have fifty-nine points. The problem with the Jets is they keep fucking themselves over and losing. Like what have they lost? Eight and nine or something?
0: Yeah, they want the they Jets. they're one. What are they, right? Yeah, they're two and eight in their last ten. It's been a joke. Uh, what I like right now looking at the standings because Montreal's four and six in their last 10 and the fucking Senators are seven, two and one in their last 10. The Senators <laughs> the Senators only have two less wins than the Habs
3: and the Habs <laughs> are going to the playoffs, Isn't which is crazy. Cool.
1: crazy. Turned it around midseason.
3: Yeah. Fake news Canadians. If I uh, can't beat. I
0: love bringing this one up, but if the Senators didn't play the Oilers at all this year and didn't have those nine losses, they would be 22 19 and five this year. Just like a pretty good record. Um, Also, if the Oilers beat the uh, if the Oilers beat the Habs both games, that keeps the window open ever so slightly for the Flames to potentially make the playoffs. They need the Habs to lose both games to Edmonton, and then the Flames need to go undefeated. And that is unlikely. I want to bring up a piece of audio that I just think is absolutely fucking hilarious. Um, Chalmers, you said you didn't see it. Juan, you said you didn't see it. I'm assuming Bag Milk and Jay, you both saw this from Calgary?
4: I did not. I'm excited about it.
0: Okay, here we go. I'm connecting my phone to the roadcaster as we speak, and I'm going to play the audio. So everyone's got to be quiet during it so the people listening at home can hear as well. But here was the exchange between Daryl Sutter and Flames reporter Eric Francis today. Alberta. Go to Eric Francis.
1: Daryl, as an Albertan, uh, how unique a situation is it that your fate for the next two you know, two of the next three nights rest in the hands of the Oilers?
3: Because I'm from Alberta.
1: Well, how unique a situation is well, it? Well, I, guess if I, was, I yeah.
3: guess if I was from Saskatchewan, it would make a difference, but it doesn't really matter to me.
1: The, don't you, the irony of, uh, you know, out, Flames fans now having to cheer <laughs> for the Oilers, is that, uh, is that lost on you?
3: Well, I think there's lots of... People cheer for Connor McDavid. I do too.
1: You certainly will be over the next couple of nights. Idiot. Okay, we'll go to Salem next. <laughs> they not want
3: us to win. Hardly.
2: <laughs> oh, Two of man. the
1: most charismatic men on earth talking about the worst franchise ever in sports. Just, Just
4: was not picking up what Eric Francis was putting down, was he, at all? Just
2: do you think he wasn't picking up, or he just didn't? He just wasn't having any of it. Both he doesn't want to play,
1: play.
3: crusty Crest old fuck. Both. Like how he yeah, like just asking the question. Like the initial question is just bizarre. You should have just. You should have just asked how he finished it. Being like, "Oh, do you think it's weird as as the Flames? You have to cheer for the Oilers to to have a chance? Like that should have just been the statement."
1: Yeah, he already has Not like a him. statement. He's looking for him to affirm, and Sutter just doesn't want to play. Yeah,
3: he took it I some weird way. It. And Sutter didn't exactly. want any part of it. Yeah. Yeah, that was
0: a being weird one. Red
2: Deer, right in the middle of both towns, and then straight up being the goat to the, the flame. Was like, Chalmers, yeah, I, need, sure to, were, I, I need
3: to educate you. Daryl Sutter is not from Red Deer.
2: I thought they were from Red Deer. They're
3: Viking. Viking, Alberta.
2: Where that
1: is. They own Red Deer now. Don't they, get your, Don't get it twisted.
3: Dwayne, yeah. Dwayne owns Red Deer. Daryl is... Daryl's Mister, Mister Farm Boy, uh, Viking Alberta. Vikings yeah. on the way to Rainright. If you must know,
2: no clue. Yeah, no.
0: I uh, I had a beer the other day that was brewed in Lacombe, Alberta. Jay, and it reminded me of you. Uh, yeah, it was blind, blind man. man. It was uh, very tasty. Which one? I had all of them. Four of them. I don't know Ooh, if that's yeah. all of them, but I had four of
3: them. Did you see? You have they have that Five of Diamonds can? yeah that one is good and that's because len thompson is based in lacombe i saw a guy there's a video what's of a len guy, thompson uh, he makes fishing lures so one of their lures is called the five of diamonds and so they got five of diamonds pills there's so a guy made a fishing hook out of the beer can and caught a, a pike fascinating fascinating yep. Stop your educating <laughs> us I'm on
0: still, here wow that's you're in chuck
3: that was a
2: deflation <laughs> from the host. When I
4: sent you guys, It just re- this reminds me of when I sent you guys a TikTok video of a guy making a prison deep fryer and yeah. I got zero comments. Oh, oh, I didn't say
0: anything? That was yeah. impressive. I didn't watch it, sorry. I was I, driving I, I when I, I saw
3: it. Yeah, it was and I bad. looked at it in a light, to be fair. It was bad timing. It was bad timing for me to consume it. I started watching it and then <laughs> I had to put it away and then completely forgot. So that he makes crazy a deep though.
0: fryer in his toilet?
3: No, out of a pop can and like yeah, a candle. Can. Hmm. Hair
1: gel, toilet paper, made Wan- yeah, I don't know with- what you're
3: doing with your camera, but it's really tripping me out here.
0: Yeah, let me take through, <laughs> take you through what's going on right now on the video portion of the real life podcast <laughs> on our Zoom call. Wanye's pacing around Wanye Manor wearing, I believe, Oilers. Tommy Bahama oh,
3: shirt, it yeah, looks like. Oilers. Uh, uh, no, shirt. no. Oilers swim trunks. It's
0: my Euler's bathing suit. F-
3: I'm wearing an Oilers uh-huh. bathing suit. Okay. I, I thought
0: these- you were
4: getting set to party in the Tommy Bahama shirt. Fuck no. I'm wearing an Oilers
0: <laughs> bathing suit. It's game day, boys. Do you always wear that on Hitler's Game Day? No. No.
1: Just today Uh, I know I knew I wasn't leaving the house. It is very hard at this point of the pandemic to have any new experiences throughout a day. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm wearing a bathing suit today. What up? Game day. fair enough uh speaking... sorry i turned my camera off it's done now you don't have to look at it sorry all right
3: oh, I was just mesmerizing because you're holding it at leg level so all we could see was the pattern constantly oh flashing. i see oh that's, that's cool like, and that's no it was like initially but you would talk it would just it was very i was gonna about to get hypnotized oh sorry about that
1: at least it was oilers related mm-hmm. yeah fair I, that was I, the most on topic i've been all season <laughs>
3: To be fair, last episode, you were the
0: one who got us onto the Oilers talk. You brought were, us you back were, to Oilers, yeah. yeah. that's fair. Uh, While we're talking about what people on the podcast are currently wearing, how about JR and I rocking the exact uh, same hoodie? Uh, the, the Twig and Berries. I'm going to take a little screenshot of this, Jay, so make awesome. sure you're, uh, yeah, make okay, sure you're looking the good. Post. There we go. I'll make sure I post that. Uh, it's the Alex hoodie from Twig and Berries. It feels like almost water repellent too, but also very stretchy and very I warm. Most- well... I got, a, I got
4: a, I got a, I got a, black on black one. I don't know if that's the same thing though. But my Twig and Berries hoodie is also excellent. Today I'm rocking a DFO rundown hoodie, Tyler.
0: I, I fucking work on that show. I don't have a DFO rundown hoodie. Anyways, before I get uh, too lost here in my ad read, Twig and berries.ca, You can get the Alex hoodie yourself and match Jay and my Jay and me. Ugh. Um, free shipping in Canada on orders over seventy five dollars, and you'll even save fifteen percent with the promo code Nation Fifteen. Fuckingberries.ca, you gotta love them. I've um, got a large here
3: in a bag that we should give is
0: away. It bag
4: milk on it. Ah.
3: Ah, I'll give away to bag milk.
1: Yeah. If you come to get a sticker, oh,
3: Um,
4: how do I get contest? How do I get
0: a DFO rundown hoodie? I work you on the show. You can come
4: have this one, but you got to take it off. <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm good. <laughs> I also have a DFO rundown hoodie in my. You position. also don't work on the show. I do. Um, like oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> flex back on him, Jay. Flex uh, back that's, on him. I don't him. even. I don't even. I'm just. I. I don't even need to flex. That's soft power. power.
1: Exactly. That's the flex. Exactly. Well done.
3: <laughs> no, uh, well done. Jared's got some. He's sending them out to you, Gregor and uh, Frank. Thank you. I get very frustrated when I don't get the gear I want. Um, well, and then put in a special request for a McCentry shirt. Yeah. yes yes I'm and then sure. get an
1: oilers bathing suit and wear it midday when you don't intend to be near water at any point <laughs>
3: uh
4: no right. you don't need to wear undies though if you got a bathing suit on the the, the mesh just does the work the liner you. is the mm. undies. Yeah.
1: exactly these were shorts that were for a trip to hawaii that never occurred due to a pandemic mm-hmm.
0: so, i hate whatever i wear them when i want a liner
1: why it's great no underwear day
0: well i mean if you're just rocking it normally but i mean just like actually a bathing suit i prefer no liner just straight shorts. Anyways,
4: you like a pendulum effect. I call that
0: <laughs> Elon Musk was on SNL and I know you guys are going to have a take on it. I didn't watch it. So either bag milk or Wanya, Can you sum it up for me in like 30 seconds? Bag milk. You have the floor.
4: You know, I watch it because I find Elon Musk to be endlessly fascinating. And also he's made me a bunch of money this year. Papa Dogecoin, shout out to Elon. Um, so I was going to watch it. I was really curious. I was curious to see how he would do because Elon's not necessarily a funny guy, but the writers at SNL could kind of, if, if done right, they they can make you look really good. And I, I thought that, with all the hype, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on it. And a lot of, I was curious to see how it was going to go. And I thought both the writers and Elon did a really nice job. I thought that his monologue was interesting. I thought that the writers did a good job of writing sketches where he could do his weird stick or be a part of the shtick. He wasn't a main focus of any of the skits he was in. I didn't think, but more of like a, a bit part and he worked really well in the roles that he was at. So I thought it went well overall.
0: Interesting. Wanya, I does would agree.
4: Yeah, I think that like
1: people were being mad about it is funny, right? Because <clears throat> Elon Musk has a big impact on pop culture, and there's a certain subset of nerd of which I consider myself one. Bang milk is too, where like I love Elon Musk, like his career is insane. And that just put that aside for a moment. He's like the second richest guy in the world, but he also is of a culture that I identify with, with memes and like hilarious cryptocurrencies and shit and Tesla and stuff. And you know, when he tweets like he, who controls the memes controls the universe that really resonates with me. Right. Cause like I also make memes and shit. So to see him go on SNL and do what I thought was a very good job. Right. Uh, it was, was really funny. It was interesting to see, like he played ball. He was willing to make himself look like a goof for it to work. And I, I thought it was, there was one scene where he was Wario. He was evil yeah. Mario. <clears throat> and uh, I thought it was very well done. It was very cute.
4: There was one where yeah. he was like a, a producer or something on on a Icelandic reality show or yeah. show or something like that. And he was in love with the host and he wasn't a major focus of that skit, but he was hilarious in it because anytime they cut to him, he said something funny and he was <laughs> making the faces and the wardrobe was good. I just, SNL is like a, I don't watch Saturday Night live a whole lot, but I was interested in this one. And it just seems like there's such a well-oiled machine that they just plugged him in where it put him in a spot to succeed.
3: I heard Miley brought the fire. Always oh, yeah. great. Yeah.
4: She belts it out and she is great. Her new album's awesome. She her performance was awesome. She, her voice is incredible. Like yeah, it was a really, really good card, if you will, or whatever you call it. I gotta watch month. it. I gotta watch it. Hey,
2: so I, I I look at this show a little bit differently, I think, than both all of you guys, but Wanya, you alluded to you said that some of the cast members had a problem with Elon being the host. Do you yeah. are yeah. you are are you aware of why they had a problem with him being the host?
1: Yeah, so they're just like, well, he's not an actor. But I think that in this day and I mean, age, that's, beef beef sells records,
2: right? That is about that is about like the very skin on the top of why I think a lot of people didn't want him on the show. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, he's said a lot of recently with like um, masks and shit. He said some controversial shit.
2: Yeah, so he's had some controversial shit that he said. And so it's come out and I can't help but kind of agree with them but a lot of them are looking at kind of how this is going to play long term i have heard and read and listened to some stuff where there's cast members that were on when donald trump was on yeah donald trump donald trump's been on a couple times Mm -hmm. and you know they're embarrassed by it now the, the with 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 stuff that's happened in the future and and i think with just the erratic behavior that elon musk shows and where he potentially could go in his future that I think a lot of them were kind of getting out in front of it and saying like, if this doesn't age, well, this isn't going to be good. Like
1: I'd put it this way. He's the third richest man in the world. He's single-handedly taking us to Mars. He's digging tunnels underneath everything. He made the only new car company in 50 years. If he's slightly erratic, like of course he is, you can't have it all. Where would you put it? And secondly, the least person impacted by this, if he goes off the rails, is like, oh no, what are people going to think of the cast of SNL when he was the guest
2: host? Like, fuck off. No, but they- for your own self-importance, these but people. They, fuck off. They of do have to think about that, though. Well, I mean, it, 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 There's no
1: like such a, thing as bad publicity, and Elon Musk is not going to do anything to embarrass you, role player on SNL. Good Christ. Anyways.
2: Okay. Go. Well, you know that's that's their own personal bubbles that they have to think about. There, exactly. People like, Amy, well, then don't like go Amy on Amy the show. Taylor. Then
1: quit. Then quit. Elon Musk has more followers on social media than the rest of the cast combined. Like right?
4: SNL, SNL had to, they had to live stream this on YouTube yeah, for the on first YouTube. time ever because so yeah. many people wanted to watch Elon. Elon Musk yes, will that, never hold
1: political office, is, right? Like Elon that, Musk is a private citizen, right? He doesn't hold any public office. And he's got a great big cultural impact. It's very different but when someone's like, I'm about to run for president. Let me be the guest host. That's not cool.
2: But they are definitely entitled to their own opinions. And now the for show sure. and, and the cast member, those are two totally different things. The show, oh, yeah. of course, oh, yeah. is going to have Elon Musk because they, don't, they are not appointment viewing anymore. There is nobody that watches that show live. You I do. Much I don't watch it watch every it,
1: week. I watch it every single week. Always.
2: Uh, live. It's- uh,
1: I know minority.
2: my PVR, my PVR. Yeah. I don't and so watch do I, and So yeah. do I, but there is a faction of people that only see the sketches that get posted to, to social media and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. And this one, because like in the past where they created something, you had to see the show had to have Elon Musk on. Like, you know, it was great for the show. It was, it was finally relevant. It had people talking about the show prior to it. It had people talking about the show during it, and now people are going to go back and find it after it. So yes, the show having Elon Musk is definitely good for the show. But I understand where the cast members can, you know, have that reservation in their mind of if he does something a year or two from now, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be embarrassed to have been in a sketch list mm-hmm. yeah, like play ball well, like, yeah, with a guy like that for sure. And and, and so I did understand it, but uh, you know, a lot of people just saying like there was a lot of people saying that. They didn't. That they thought that the beef with the cast members was that they, you know, they're working for, you know, there's there's people out there that are working for minimum wage, and this guy's got all the money in the world, does whatever he wants. Oh well, my good lord! The way oh the my world.
1: good goddamn! Pardon my language. My good lord! Is that right. what people think? No. What would you what like to do? What would you like him to do? Sell everything that he just invented and distribute well, money yeah. on Main Street with a pack of wolves at his feet? I don't know. <laughs> I think that Elon Musk is one of those guys that is actually creates the world around him. Right. And like most people in business and stuff, like the devil's in the implementation, right. It's one thing to have great ideas, but like, I'm going to invent an electric car. Like, okay. But then to actually do it. And then like, I remember when, what's it called road and track. Is that a car magazine? Chalmers? Yeah. Yeah, they, they like test drove a Tesla and said it broke down and it didn't. And They just did it to like fuck with them and then like Tesla sued them and like the car industry just did not want a new car company to exist, right? then I mean- there was like another one, Fisker. And they were way better funded than Elon and shit. The fact that he pulled it all off, he's a magician. If he wants to go on SNL, they're entitled to their own opinion, right? And like, I can, like, sure, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. P- guy who doesn't want Elon Musk on there because he doesn't like him. You can sit this one out, right? You're well within your rights, too. Or you can yeah, go on and there no- and hope not to be in the sketch with them. It's it's a free country for everybody.
2: And none of them did. I mean, they all participated. But Elon's also the guy that made an indestructible truck and then broke the window with a fucking pebble. So,
1: Well, there was a reason for that, too. When I'll give you an example of ethics that can't be compromised, Chalmers. Myself. Episode like six of this show featured Ryan Whitney prior to Spit and Chicklets launching. And I dislike Ryan Whitney so much, I didn't go on my own show.
0: Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Whitney was on the real life podcast? Yep, go look. That was when it was me, Gregor, and Studdy.
1: And just like, oh. yeah, Whitney wants to come on the show. And I was like, under no circumstances. You guys can have him on the show, but I'm not going on the, think, the show.
2: I think, think, think this might be your Elon Musk moment. You might want to revisit getting him back on the show.
1: <laughs> Episode three? No, I didn't. Why? I, fuck, I have my own show. I don't need to worry about it. Well, I don't show. know. He only
2: has the single biggest. I podcast would, in the world right hey now. Hey,
1: baby, I own number four, whatever. And the one with me and my friends talking to each other, people listen to magically. I don't fucking give a shit about Ryan Whitney. He's if a Ryan, terrible Whitney, oiler.
0: Fuck that if Ryan Whitney reached out right now and was like, I'd love to come on your podcast, I'd tell I, him to get I, fucked and I'd have no exactly. problem. Exactly. Fuck you, Ryan Whitney. <laughs> this
1: is so you guys are the cast members of. Uh, anyway, no, right? I'm, I'm saying this, I, mean, I don't actually mean fuck you, Ryan Whitney. I'm saying this to make a point. I, I'm entitled to my own opinion. Just like the guys yeah. on SNL. Do I actually hate Ryan Whitney? No, but I just didn't want to go on that day because I like having my childish beefs. I would bet you anything that these cast members coming out and saying they didn't want Elon on the show was a strategy by NBC to promote the show. Beef Maybe. sells records.
0: So you're saying, Wanye, if we were to trick you and Ryan Whitney onto being on the same podcast, that would sell records.
1: Yeah. And me yeah. saying, fuck you, Ryan Whitney, <laughs> when I don't mean it at all right yeah all right people are like did he just say fuck you right Whitney? that's amazing that's how you get the most streamed youtube episode of snl to kick off right
0: fair enough Uh, a couple other topics i want to get to today one of which is jack eichel i don't know how much you guys have heard about this story here that kind of broke down or broke today eichel speaking to the media for basically the first time since his season ended um he didn't play (laughs) the last half of the season and Wany, I know what you're going to say. You're going to talk uh, about the hair and what a loser and a cancer he is. Um, the bottom line is, he's like a top ten player in the NHL pretty easily. Could even be higher as well. If he was on a better team, and he clearly wants out. He said, "Quote, um, oh man, and I just lost it." But basically, said he, his focus is on playing hockey next year, and ended the quote by saying, "Wherever that may be." He went on to say that he wanted to get a surgery on his neck done or on a herniated disc in his neck and the Sabres wouldn't let him get it. Wow. Sounds insane. Um, someone followed up, said his body, his choice. This is from John Vogel. I think of the athletic (laughs) and Eichel said, quote, it doesn't work like that. I wish I'm under contract with this team. And they definitely hold a lot of cards on what I can and can't do. So it's gotten pretty bad in Buffalo. Um, so Eichel probably on his way out and like, a star player in the NHL at his age as well. Like Rick Nash was with the jackets for like 10 years before he finally said, you know, I'm out of here. I'm good. You guys, it, it was a good ride, but we suck for a guy that young to be like, I'm kind of done with the team that drafted me, even though I signed a mega deal here.
4: It's kind of shocking to me. Like, fuck, I've got some quotes here cause they're spicy. So yeah, we should probably go, go through them. All, All right. right. So I'm going to start this off. I am Jack Eichel speaking, okay? So he says, yeah. "Listen, Hi, Jack. my thank n- <laughs> you th- son of a bitch. <laughs> Listen, my, my number yeah, one interest is Jack Eichel. You know what I mean? Shopping. Jack Eichel said that? Yeah. You oh, got to look out for yourself. You got to oh. look after what's best for yourself. Wowie. The organization has a similar job to do, which is to look out for what's best for the Buffalo Sabres. It's tough. Things haven't been, I guess, really black and white. We're all trying to educate ourselves in this situation and what would have been best moving forward. There's been some tough conversations, but Mm -hmm. I have to do what's best for me. I'm only going to play hockey for so long. I'm 24 years old. Hopefully I have many more good years in this amazing game left, but I have to take care of myself. It's been tough times, but I'll come out the other end of it.
1: Okay, let me say some stuff. Mm Yeah. This is why Jack Eichel will never be Connor McDavid. And this is why Connor McDavid would never leave the Oilers until he's at least won what he thinks he can win. Because Jack Eichel blames the organization for his failures, whereas Connor McDavid puts the team on his back and is 90% of the output. I remember when Taylor Hall went to Buffalo, everybody was like, oh, wow, these two superstars are just going to be super, superstars. Like, no, they won't, man. See, that's not the character of a franchise player a guy that you invest to like be your team for the next 20 years or whatever the fuck it may end up being, you got to work, look out for Jack Eichel. Like, okay, well, let's start with no captaincy. You twit the best.
4: Fuck you. Jack Jack Eichel follows up. He says, I've been a bit upset by the way things have been handled since I've been hurt. I'd be lying. I'd be lying to say things have moved smoothly since my injury. There's been a bit of disconnect between myself and the organization. It's been tough, tough at times right now for me, the most important thing is to just trying to get healthy, figure out a way to be available to play hockey next year, wherever that may be.
3: Yeah,
0: right. I don't know. I, I don't.
3: I don't like follow the up hate. question. Yeah, follow up.
1: Go ahead, sir.
3: Follow up question. Now, because of what he said, would you want Jack Eichel to be at Edmonton Oilers?
4: No. I well, think I mean, if, I think if he played under a guy like Connor, we'd be fine.
0: Yeah, if you but, but could like, get him for free he... or just his contract, sure. But I'm not like giving up what you're no, going to no, have no. to give up to get a guy that good here. What well, would you, you have I to don't... give up? Problem. Bang uh, up, bad attitude, Jack. So I... Yeah, what maybe. I would...
4: Nuge smoke.
0: Someone texted this in today to the radio station, but they said part one is you got to let Nuge walk. So you're losing Nuge, but that's not even a part of the deal. Just to make money work, you have to let Nuge walk. So that's one. And then the deal probably looks something like your next two first round picks one of your good young demons, so either Bouchard or Broberg, probably your best forward prospect, Dylan Holloway, and one of Yamamoto or Poolyarvi.
3: What? Michael? Go- Five legit assets? Uh, maybe take
0: mm, maybe take one of those last two out of it. I probably overshot there. You're right. Two firsts, a good young defenseman, and a good young forward. And like legitimately good, which is why... It would How probably many years be is old
1: Jackie Boy under contract for after this? Probably
0: six more. Six, seven
1: how mil. many? How many millions a year?
0: Ten. One moment, please. Six years ten. at ten mil, or sorry, five more years after this at ten mil, according to Wikipedia.
1: Yeah. So, well, I least... would just ask King Connor. I'd be like, "Yay or nay?" And if he said nay, then I would say, "Never speak of it." Like, I, you have saying, to say, a... you're
3: taking a ten million dollar contract. Not saying yeah. that Jack Eichel isn't worth ten million dollars, but like, like you're not giving away as I don't think you're giving away that much. I like maybe I'm two not. firsts, maybe two firsts. Like maybe and you're that.
4: right
0: too. Like, like, oh crap! One, his internet just crapped out on him while he was midpoint. Um. Anyways,
4: so um, Puckpedia, year three of an eight-year contract, cap hit ten million bucks. Career earnings of already thirty-two point seven five million. Uh, let's look at some other stuff here. Uh, signing bonuses—he's got plenty of those. Uh, in 2022, he gets 7.5 million dollars deposited on July 1st. Good for you, Jack Eichel. But uh that's pretty much it. 10 million bucks a year, though—that ain't no joke.
0: Wanya, you weren't able to finish your point because your internet just like glitched out on you. But what were you saying? Wanya, still here? I'm looking at him. There, fuck. Oh, the there you go. Hey, what were you saying? You, your internet cut out.
1: Jesus, Murphy, this is when it's not just talking to your friends on the phone and there's actually a problem. I don't know. That was weird. What was I talking about? Where did I die off? Ah, fuck it. Who cares what I said? On to the next thing.
0: All right. Fair enough. Um, if I if I can, uh, if if can you can allow me to make my prediction on where he goes, if Buffalo says we're not trading you in the Eastern Conference because we don't want to deal with it, then I think you'll end up in L.A., actually, which is not great news for the Oilers, mm-hmm. but L.A. has enough quality young centermen to make that deal happen, whether they include Byfield or whether they build it around like Alex Turcott, Arthur Kaliev, who's an American, um, and they and they find a way to make that sort of deal work. I could see that happening where he ends up out in LA and that feels like a market he would probably want to go to as well. Like, you know, to be in LA, obviously being making 10 a year would be pretty nice. So I could see the LA Kings making a move for him. If the if the Sabres just say whoever gives us the best offer is getting them, then I think the Rangers will be kicking down the door for him. And I think what about Habs, Seattle
3: coming to the table?
0: I don't think they'd have they enough to get them.
3: Yeah, Ugh. like they don't. They don't have anything right now. Yeah,
0: couldn't they just? Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because all they're getting is expansion draft pieces and all that. Anyways, so but that's I get, the latest yeah. cycle. Um, that's oh, I wonder, like, a bitch!
4: Could you imagine though? Just be a, like a Sabers fan right now, fucking oh, just God. endless uh, kicks I, to I, the pails I,
3: I feel for him. Me Buffalo's yeah. a you know they're great people, great f- hockey fans in Buffalo, and they've been getting the shitty end of the stick for a long time. Focus,
2: on, focus on those Bills. Focus yeah. on those Bills. Yeah. Sabers will be back later. Focus on those Bills. Yeah,
0: yeah, all in on the Bills. Let's I go. I saw I'm, I saw a meme like that the other day where it was like the Bills are good again. What did it cost? Costed you the Sabers because they're still a dumpster fire. <laughs> oh, yeah, Same yeah, owner yeah. though, right? Yeah, the Pagulas. Terry Pergula. Pergula yeah all right uh let's wrap this thing up by giving not wrap it up let's uh, get to our final ad read which is manscaped.com the lawnmower 4.0 has been launched and it is beautiful it is spectacular it's got the new two-tone design going it's got a ton of new features like wireless charging as well it's got a lock on there as well if you're someone who travels a lot it'll work Two tone color, that.
1: if i recall correctly
0: yeah the two-tone <laughs> look on the outside they really beefed it up it looks absolutely beautiful you can head to manscaped.com change your country to canada Pick out whatever you want, whether you're getting a full package, like the performance package, just the razor, or just some of the, the goodies, I like to call them. They got some creams and things like that. Take care of your downstairs, manscaped.com. Promo code Real Life saves you 20% and gets you free shipping as well. It's a hell of a deal, manscaped.com. Chalmers, you were pointing at the camera emphatically. What's up?
2: Nothing. Before we, before we wrap up, I did want to change the subject and just talk about one thing. Um, over the weekend, I had a pretty spirited back and forth um, over some of my comments about the uh Tom Wilson thing and just basically the state of I guess um player safety and what justifies suspension. It was it was it was it was a really awesome conversation. Um it showed a couple different ways of thinking and so I'd be remiss not to uh just kind of address it on here because you know I was hard uh saying you know that i had basically three things that i felt um really would justify a suspension would justify you know crossing the line and that was you know hits to the head uh helmetless players in any way getting taken advantage of um you know sticks to the head elbows to the head uh and and you know it all came to intent and so i was brought up the example of you know basically throwing down a player um and in my rebuttal, I looked at why a player throws down another player, right? If a player doesn't have a helmet and he gets thrown down, let's say they're in a fight, it's usually because that player just does not want to fight, i.e. the incident with Darnell Nurse and um, and uh, Zach McEwen. In that fight and in that moment, I have to admit that when I saw Darnell Nurse eat, eat, eat an uppercut and... Basically you saw his will to fight go away and he grabbed Zach McEwen by basically the crotch and the pants and threw him down. Um, In the heat of that moment, I thought that that was a really chicken shit move by Darnell nurse. And that was putting another player in jeopardy because he, Zach McEwen didn't have a helmet on. Right. So I, I, you know, if you're going to sit on a, on a, on a, on a fence and yell out about this kind of stuff, you have to bring up the examples that, uh, kind of other people aren't looking at. Now we're talking about a player in the North division between an Edmonton and Vancouver uh, and a player named Darnell nurse who really doesn't have a history of this stuff. So I understand why it doesn't get the coverage. We, we looked at the suspens the, the well the non-suspension on Tom Wilson and this week, George Peros was pretty busy handing out suspension. And, you know, you look at the knee uh, to the shoulder slash head of Darnell nurse and you know, I got a problem with that. It didn't really look that bad. the Buchnevich suspension, really bad. You know, the Pat Maroon suspension where he fights his way away from a linesman to go fight um, uh, his name I don't even remember his name now, um, and Pop him. you know, I understand why that's a suspension, but I did I, I, I do want to just address that with, with the fact that that nurse thing and any player, you know, like really, honestly, if you throw a player down to the ice either to wrangle them or it's because you're actively engaged in a fight and you're either scared or you just don't want to do it anymore and when darnell nurse did that like if if i'm gonna sit there and and complain about tom wilson i've also got to be able to complain about darnell nurse so to the person that i had the spirited conversation with to you know to, to just my views and to throw it out to you guys like did you see and do you see and understand kind of what i'm saying with that darnell nurse fight
4: I didn't like the takedown.
0: I didn't notice it until I just went back and watched the fight. And yeah, that's, you can't do that. Like you can't, and you're right. He was clearly like at a disadvantage in the fight and like grabbed him and sort of like flipped him over quickly. And I, you're right. As soon as a helmet's off, I think they're as much as I love a good heated rivalry and all that, like the battle of Alberta was a couple of years ago. I think you need to be careful when it's, when a guy has his helmet off, I think there needs to be a little bit more respect between players of like, you can really hurt a guy when you do that.
2: Like, and to my point, like, is there not a rule in the NHL right now that if your helmet falls off, you either have to do one of two things? You either have to beeline it over to that helmet and get it back on, or get the <laughs> hell off the ice, right? You have to go while right off the fighting. ice now, yeah.
1: while fighting. Like, just a sec.
2: No, 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 no. no. This is just <laughs> if your helmet gets knocked off. Yeah. Here's the one thing about Darnell Nurse that I will also say if you're in a fight, you know, then the helmets pop off. Like, I can understand that. You know, you're probably not thinking you just he just took a shot too. like right before he grabs Zach McEwen. He takes a shot and might have been a little bit like, well, you know, got the bell rung just a small bit and been like and just panic, grab him and throw him over. It doesn't make it right. But in my in my in, you know, I was very stringent against Tom Wilson and I was saying that this guy. You know, you throw Artemi Panarin down once, and you are a much stronger player, and you can hold him there. And if it's to restrain him and just kind of say, like, Terry, like, calm the fuck down, you have the strength and the wherewithal, as Tom Wilson does, to do that. But to allow him up and throw him down a second time, even more dangerous, that's showing intent to me, you know? Darnell nurse, does he show intent? No, he simply shows, I don't want to do this. He probably doesn't have the wherewithal to think my takedown here is going to hurt another player or put their head in jeopardy. But you know, if, if, if I'm going to sit there and like I said, say this kind of stuff about Tom Wilson, I've got to address the fact that when I was sitting with a beer at the golf course, watching that play, my, my thing was not, Oh, good for Darnell taking it. I immediately looked at my two friends and said, that was a chicken shit takedown and I didn't like it at all. So, You know, I just think that for the sake of fairness, that we got to talk about that kind of stuff, you know?
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. I have no problem bringing it up and saying that Nurse shouldn't be doing that. I have no issue with doing that at all. I don't think like Oilers players are immune from us, like looking at something they do critically. And it's not like even Darnell Nurse hate. It's just kind of giving them like a, hey, smarten up. You can't do shit like that. No one can do shit like that.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really know how forward to go, like how much further to go with it. Because I mean, it's not like I was having the conversation with you guys on it, but just it, it would almost be kind of a chicken shit thing on my bring end. Bring your hot takes, kind of bring them to the table. It, you know, you are sometimes on the podcast. You just gotta,
4: sometimes you just got to keep it 100 Chalmers, you know, ah yeah, you did like it like mcdavid it yo
2: keeping it 100 you oh, he
1: did keep it 100 if you'd kept up with that that would have been a great closing oh, to keep it 100, he 100
3: segment he won't be keeping it 100 <laughs> after tonight because it's going to be keeping it 103 let's where go. does
1: he end off for points maybe that's a good way to 107? end this off
3: 107
0: i think it's a good number i'll go 105 i think he probably has a quiet night coming up here just because he's been so hot lately that eventually he's gonna have a quiet night and I'll say he pops home a, a two-pointer, a two-pointer, and a one-pointer in the final three games. I
2: mean, Wanye, if if you were the um, technical person on this podcast who could go back to um, that prediction show, when you oh, said yeah. that he will have 100 points, I, if I were you right now, I'd have been clipping what we said after that because I can remember at least what I said, and I was saying you're fucking on drugs. I <laughs> thought that dry cycle would get happen. 100 points. My uh,
1: – <laughs> I thought Connor would get ninety points. Then I said dry settle, but I got to that number by adding Connor's numbers together with Leon's number and subtracting the years. So there was a reason I came up with such a high number, but I believed in Connor, no doubt.
4: Yeah, Next. my hilarious prediction is the best because I said eighty-one points in fifty-six games, which was basically a shade over his points per game pace from last year. But that's why he make me? Oh, it, it is amazing, and he made me look ridiculous. I We've bitched yeah. and
1: moaned or watched people bitch and moan all the way from being Oilers fans for, you know, however long it's been. We also need to stop and take note that this is the greatest season of NHL hockey we will probably ever witness in our lives. 100%. Yeah. Like, Connor's best yeah. years of course will be years where he wins the cup, which God willing is in another jersey and I'm sure it will be, please, maybe, it, maybe Jesus. this year. However, Amer- when they're like, "Oh, I wonder what is Connor McDavid's best season?" This is either going to be at the top of the list or a very strong candidate. And you should take note. Like, that's crazy as
3: This will be top three. If he can create some kind of version of this season, next season, and put up, like, 140 points. Like, 140 points is, like, 200 points in the old days, for sure. He can do it. All I
4: know know is just what Tyler says. It's just all the time Tyler says it just... I'm just enjoying watching him do his thing because he is such a freak. That is just... It's it's amazing to watch it. It really The stats
1: is. nerds, and the people who prove I, this and that with, with their advanced analytics, this must just break all their little Excel spreadsheets.
2: I'm just so or, proud that he's ours and going to oh, like really uh. absorb it because like not only is he doing it for us and it makes us feel good and it gives us a team that's really competitive to watch, but like. It opens the door to uh, the to people in, you know, in the United States, like on, on, even on spit and chiclet, they talk about Connor and just what an amazement, like what, that they're watching and, and just like that. He's restored our
1: pride, man. We're no longer the he city. Kind of that of loses has, David. We have, We're not the exactly. team that loses David Oliver to the Rangers for a hundred grand anymore. Right. We have the 100%. best player we have another top 5 player our owners got money from here to next thursday and want we'll to sell connor to fund his meatpacking plant like this is going as <laughs> well as it could be going
2: so. yeah and so and so yeah, I'm Chuck. if you're going to keep it 100 what do you think is the way that connor is used in the next th- last three games like is he he was, he was averaging what 24 minutes a night yeah you know there's people out there like on spit and Chickas, where they say they can't play him more than 18 a night obviously you it's going to be up to him really. Like, I don't think Tippett's going to just like make that decision for him, but what do you, what do you think? Like, what, what do we think that's going to happen boys?
0: I think Dave Tippett will kind of make that decision for him. I think tip will kind of say like, Hey boys, we're relaxing your minutes down the stretch here. McDavid's averaging 22, 27, a game this season dry settles at 22, 19. I would be a little surprised if either of them plays over 18 minutes in any of these upcoming games, power plays might change that a bit. Cause you're still playing yeah. them all two minutes on every power play. So if they yeah. get four yeah. power plays tonight against the Habs, you are going to play points. a lot. But I even honest- look,
4: if you, if you look at like, we talked about this on the becast Tyler, if you look at Saturday night's game, as an example, Connor hit twenty two fifteen. Leon was under 20 minutes. Nuge was under 20 minutes. So it would seem like, Tippett's already starting to pull them back a little bit. Well,
3: it's an opportunity to get the other lines going.
0: Yeah. I at five on five, I'd be running four lines, like not even thinking almost not coaching. Yeah.
2: Okay. So, but here's my last, like the the one thing too, is it seems like it's ending on a perfect note for me. It's the thing that I've been talking about all season where like at the beginning, it was just don't be 50, 50. Don't, don't be like, you know, just winning a winning a game, losing a game, winning it, like, like really start to get a run here. and, it's like happening for them all at the perfect time. Right. And you have all these milestones, you have all these great things. The team is playing fucking awesome. To me, it feels like every night when we watch the game that we, you know, it's going to be a surprise if we lose, like I, I have, it's called, you know, it's that confidence, like when you're golfing and you just know you're going to hit a good shot. Right. And you don't want to.
1: Chalmers, not everybody's like you, you fuck shooting uh, seventies all the time.
2: You don't want to fuck with that confidence. And you so like, I believe that whatever they have to do to keep the momentum rolling into playoffs, to keep this perfect situation that we have going where the whole team is clicking, like they have to do it and rolling back their minutes, just a couple to try to fire up the, 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 the secondary scoring, I think is like, if it works, we could be, like, we could be on, 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 on the brink of something, like, really fucking fun this spring, you guys. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, man, I'm with you. I'm Whenever, to do Whenever I'm you sorry. do our
2: prediction show. Whenever you do a prediction show. Next,
0: Next Monday, because the playoffs are going to start on Wednesday night, I believe, the 19th. That's what I'm hearing. Woo, so
2: woo. Okay, so which, one, which one of you and bag milk? Because I know that me, Wanya, and uh, JR are not going to be doing it. But I'm going to be delegating here, and this is a task. We have to do. We have to be Delegates, able to address do. our predictions from the middle from the beginning of the season because there's no point in having a prediction show if you don't go back yeah. and revisit. I just said Monday. We we're only... doing it Monday. Oh, but I'm no, but I think Wanye was also talking about like a, a playoff prediction show.
0: Yeah, we'll do yeah. it right Monday. Monday. Yeah. Monday, we'll just do <laughs> okay. the first so, half. We'll be so revisiting gonna... <laughs> the second half. We'll
3: be looking ahead.
2: Commerce, <laughs> so, okay. whatever okay. you're hey. about to
3: say, Monday, Monday, yeah, Monday, it's Monday, that, man. The
2: this was a very Monday. great meeting. Let's let's uh, table it and circle back. Hey, Mc, hey, bag milk. That's, a, this, that's this a how we workshop, talk. buddy.
4: That's, that's how we workshop. Meeting
2: talk for when, when, when you don't want to do something. Just table it. We'll circle back. You circle back we'll
4: yeah, a lot. Revisit. Put it, in it in offline.
2: It. Take it offline. <laughs>
4: take it off. <laughs> All
2: right. Bag milk. You know what is fun? when bag milk, either when you laugh at me or with me, I just love hearing <laughs> you laugh, buddy. I swear to God, I don't know. What at I me, am. with me. <laughs> at um, me or with me? I don't even care.
4: I'm glad to provide the laugh soundtrack for you there, Paul.
2: Yeah, my man. All right.
0: I'm going to wrap this up because your boy's going to get jabbed and he's got do to leave it. his house right away. Good for you, Yeah. If you're Everyone, listening to this, go get your vaccine. Get, it. get an yes.
1: HPV vaccine while you're there and then you have no repercussions in life. That's what yeah. we should
0: have done with the Oilers Nation decals is if someone shows up with their proof of vaccination, JR, then oh, they get an Oilers Nation Deckle. You know um, anyway, well, maybe- if there's a way, if there's a
3: way to do that, I want to support that. Yeah.
2: What this just made me think about was the fact that back in the day when Wanya at the beginning of the season was like, oh, you know that every NHL team's been vaccinated. But we just saw on Sportsnet this weekend that they were saying that they, they had scheduled the the Maple Leafs in for their vaccinations. Yeah. How can they be doing this right now? I what know how I felt two days after. They better make sure they don't play for like four or five days afterwards. For sure. They're, they're,
0: they've clinched first in the division. Nothing matters for them. If I'm the Which Oilers,
2: is, I, I would get it. It's I would just like
4: unless you like me chalmers i had zero symptoms i had zero soreness on my arm nothing that means it didn't work your old boy bag milk is just an efficient machine well you got um, the pfizer vivo.
3: you didn't get you didn't get the real one the one that really worked one. the real one
4: yeah <laughs> pfizer gang baby
3: astrazeneca the one <laughs> that you get you really feel it you know what you feel that it's working <laughs>
1: know that it's working because <laughs> yeah, it's burning yeah
3: <laughs> yeah Okay, it I'm burned.
0: wrapping this bad boy up. Uh, everyone enjoy your week. We'll be back on Thursday with a new episode of the Real Life Podcast. This has been episode 280. Shout out to Oodle Noodle, Twig and Berries, and our friends at Manscaped. This episode's over.
2: Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.
4: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.